0: Welcome to Cycles of Life Podcast. My name is Yana Poysha and I'm your host. I'm a certified life coach, a meditation teacher and also people professional. Welcome to PodMust. This is episode two. And today we're talking about slow festive season, which I thought will be quite appropriate considering this episode comes out on the 3rd of December. (laughs) So loads of us are very much prepping, I would imagine, to go into festive season. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas for whatever reasons, there's actually so many different celebrations happening around that time. And I think in this modern world, it's very hard to avoid the festivities, even if Christmas is not your thing. Which is absolutely fine, by the way. (laughs) Absolutely fine. But yeah, I just want to talk about how can we make it a bit more mindful? How can we slow down sometimes? Because it's so easy to get carried away in this shininess and colourfulness and loudness and joyful in a way all those festivities that are happening around us so it's very easy to get swept in and kind of follow everyone else and do what everyone else is doing but it doesn't need to be that way actually loads of us can build our own relationship with festive season we can change things we can move things so that's exactly what I wanted to talk about so I thought to begin with, it would be good to actually talk about how I feel about Christmas because that's that's, that's the narrative that I know best, of course. So um, I am very much a festive person, very much a Christmas person. I always liked the Sioux. as long as I remember myself, I always loved festive times. So if you didn't know, I actually grew up in Latvia, so I was born and raised in a Russian family. So all my heritage is very much Russian, so my family is from all over, but mostly from places like, um, well, Russia. My grandmother is from St. Petersburg. Um, I have a lot of relatives kind of coming from Belarus, Ukraine, Poland. So, a very much a mixture of Europe. (laughs) A lot of different European influences there. But yeah, anyway, the reason I was telling you all of this is, (laughs) so I grew up in a Russian family and actually... For us, we don't necessarily, well, in our family anyway, because um, I was actually born in USSR. Here's a fun fact for you. Um, So yeah, I was four years old when USSR collapsed. And if you didn't know, USSR was very much anti-religion. So there was no religion. And of course, Christmas was prohibited. So instead, people actually celebrated the New New Year's. So in Russia, all of the old movies are still talking about Christmas. Christmas celebration as such that are happening on New Year's, the 31st of December. Uh, But because I grew up in Latvia, which is a very Christian, very Catholic country, well, it's Catholic and slash Lutheran, but of course they do celebrate Christmas, so Christmas is happening on the 24th and 25th of December. So when we were growing up, we didn't really celebrate it much in my family, but of course all around us uh, celebrations were happening. And I just remember, it was actually really, really lovely I remember a few white Christmases because it does snow quite a lot in Latvia and we had this thing in a place that I grew up in which is called Ogre which is about 30 kilometers away from Riga so where I grew up it's a small sleepy town and every Christmas they did this beautiful thing which was called the candle night. I'm not sure if this is still happening but basically everyone went outside and lit candles and put them all around the pavement kind of through the city centre, and because it was loads of snow, of course it was quite safe to do that as well. So yeah, we used to go out for walks with mum, with dad, um, my, my sister, look at candles, light our own, it's just such a beautiful memory. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I always loved Christmas. I always loved New Year's. So we do celebrate New Year's in my family, we always have, so we always do presents at New Year's as well, which is lovely. And it's just that anticipation of something magical that I love the most about festive time. I love decorating. I actually remember saving up my uh, pocket money (laughs) to buy Christmas decorations. That's how much I love Christmas. (laughs) So yeah, I definitely enjoy that. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy all the consumerism and um, what it's been turned into the last few years really. But I enjoy this beautiful permission to rest. I just think it's such it's such a dark time in nature, especially if you're in Northern Hemisphere. Of course, it's so dark, we only get a few hours of daylight. So actually, having this permission to get all the candles out, wrap our houses in fairy lights, put up the Christmas trees, drink delicious tea, drink, drink delicious other things as well. I just think it's such a beautiful time to do that. And of course, bigger cities, they all get covered in fairy lights. Um, Christmas decorations and I live in London and of course London is stunning at Christmas I just think it's magical and I really really enjoy that so I'm definitely one of the people who I more enjoy the anticipation of Christmas than the actual the big day <laughs> I'm not too fast about it I mean it's nice and it's lovely and I enjoy it, I enjoy giving presents I enjoy receiving presents too but the anticipation the whole December is probably my favourite thing so The reason why I want to talk about this is because even though this is how I feel about festive times, I love it, (laughs) it brings me a lot of joy, I still find it really overwhelming and actually I do tend to burn out most Decembers because it's just really, it's too much, a lot is happening, obviously trying to catch up with all our friends all the time which is so nice and I love spending time with my friends but at the same time, It's almost too much socialising sometimes. (laughs) We have a lot of work parties, a lot of secret Santas. You just get overwhelmed by all of that. Well, I do anyway. So there's a very beautiful book actually written by Beth Kempton. It's called Calm Christmas. I bought it last year and it's really nice. Um, I I will link it below actually so if you want to have a look. I just think it's quite a small book. It doesn't take long to read. But I just think it's a very beautiful outlook on festive times. And um, what I like the most about it is that, again, it's just that permission to take back control, to say, actually, you're in charge. You can do whatever you want. You can change things. Yes, we have traditions, but actually nothing is stopping you from changing them, swapping things around. Why not? So, yes, she talks a lot about in that book about writing our own Christmas story. And I love that. I think it's such a powerful message. So really identifying what is important for us during this time. What are the things that we love? For me, for example, it's, of course, all the beautiful lights. So putting decorations up. I'm definitely the person who puts them up well at the beginning of December. So I don't really do it in November, but normally beginning of December, that's me. It's my kind of compromise with my partner. <laughs> because otherwise, he does get a bit offended. Um... So yeah, I put all the decorations up. It's just that feeling of coming home, putting the Christmas lights on, getting a cup of tea, just sitting on a sofa and enjoying it. I love it. Or sometimes if I wake up really early, before the sun comes up, and again, just reading, drinking a cup of tea, and the twinkle of Christmas lights. It's just magical. It's just something that will forever stay with me. I will forever enjoy that. So that's what's important to me. The other thing is food. I love food course I do. <laughs> so it's making delicious food, coming up with a menu, which is really nice. I really enjoy doing that, kinda of organizing. Buying presents for loved ones. Again, I just find it so enjoyable. I'm very much um I I enjoy making presents as well. So I've been crafting for the last few months as well <laughs> for some of the smaller members of our family. Making some presents, sending sweeties away to my family who are not in the UK. Um, all of that. That's why I love Christmas. These things bring me so much joy and that's why I want more of it in my life. But also things like having a walk on a Christmas day or last, actually last Christmas Eve, my boyfriend and I, we walked into central London to look at all the Christmas lights and it was magical. And I very much want to do this again this year as well. So hopefully we'll have a chance. and another thing as well that actually brings me a lot of joy um, it's baileys. <laughs> so I do tend to buy the vegan one. So actually, here's a top tip. If you're in UK, um, Mick, um, Mark and Spencer's have vegan baileys. So it's made out of coconut and chocolate, but it tastes like real baileys. I love it. So yeah, here's a top tip for you <laughs> if you're looking for an alternative as well. So these are the things that bring me joy and that's what I want to have more of this festive season. So what Beth... Kempton actually talks in her book as well. She calls this uh, the Christmas constellation. So basically it's figuring out what is important to you. So She breaks it down to kind of five main categories. So it's faith, magic, connection, abundance, and heritage. Because for me personally, I'm not religious in a sense, so faith is not a big part of my Christmases. But for some people, of course it is. And it's a really important part of that as well. Uh, Magic. I said that's probably the thing that is most important to me. (laughs) Creating magic in the everyday. Connection. So again, meeting friends, meeting family, sending presents to people. Abundance. This is not something that I relate to, but I know a lot of people will. So actually, that's important to you. Amazing. Bring more of that into your life. And heritage. So this is something that I struggle with a little bit heritage-wise because I moved countries, Um. My mum sadly passed away a few years ago as well, so the heritage is not something that I have all of. So the, my biggest token of heritage, if you like, is uh, actually one Christmas decoration that I have. It's a giant clock that goes on my Christmas tree. And um, my grandmother used to have it. I don't know how I ended up with it, but I absolutely love it. And I remember it from being a child. I remember it being on my grandmother's Christmas tree. And it brings me so much joy. So it's something that is very important to me in this as well. So yeah, that's, I think, it's very important. Actually figure out what is important to you during this festive time. Not following somebody else's, but doing what brings you joy. What do you like? Not because somebody is expecting you to do that, but what do you like? What? What makes you happy? Um, another important thing that Beth talks about in her book is about setting intention but also communicating it so set intention how do you want to spend this festive period so either the week of Christmas or the whole of the December how do you want to feel and then unravel from there what do you need to do then so you can feel that way what are the things that you can bring in your life that will make you make you happier what is your intention And another big part of that is actually looking after ourselves because I think December is definitely the month when we just get carried away. It's so easy to get carried away. I mean, I'm definitely on my second pack of mince pies by now already. (laughs) So it's so easy because there's abundance of delicious things around us and quite unhealthy things (laughs) occasionally as well. So yeah, the importance of looking after yourself. What is your routine? How can you keep it as normal or as close to the usual routine as possible. So for me, it's meditation, it's um, walks in in nature, nourishment, of course, as well. So eating vegetables, eating healthily, drinking water, drinking herbal teas, huge part of how I'm trying to look after myself. And the biggest factor of all is actually for me personally, it's quiet. I need my space. (laughs) I need my silence otherwise I cannot function, so for me it's very important to plan things in, but also space them out, so being very much aware of what I have happening, so I can space things out, so I don't have too many social connections, too many social things that I have to go to happening in one week, I need that space, and um, Another thing as well that I always do, and I'm so lucky that I can do that, I cannot explain to you. is actually having a lot of time off. So this year I'm taking three weeks off Christmas. I'm so excited. Um, And this is coming from someone who worked in hospitality for last. Well, I still do technically, but I worked kind of on the front line for well, well over ten years. Actually, I've worked tons of Christmases. I worked so many Christmas days. I worked so many years. So for me, actually having this time off now feels such a luxury i'm so excited to have a few quiet days when i can just watch christmas movies have my christmas tree on and drink my tea and read my books so yeah that's what i want off that's what i want more off in my festive time and that's what i'm focusing on and i would like to finish this episode with just a few words from actually beth campton's book <laughs> slow christmas much of the stress of Christmas comes from either not giving ourselves permission to evolve our inherited narrative, or from the pressure to evolve it into something that is out of alignment with what, deep down, we believe about Christmas. The more stressful we allow it to become, the less time we have to create new memorable moments and tune into what can be the most joyful time of the year. What we need is a way to marry what matters to us with what matters to those we love, and then let go of the rest. I just think she sums it up so, so well. But I hope you find this episode useful. I would love to know what is your relationship like with Christmas. So please give me a shout on Instagram. I will link it below. You can email me as well. It's info at tianapusa.com Again, it will be linked below. Uh, But yeah, if you haven't, please subscribe to this podcast. Follow me on Instagram and again, you can subscribe to my newsletter. I promise I don't spam. (laughs) it's a monthly newsletter that I always try to pack with a lot of goodness and a lot of usefulness to you but yeah thank you so much for listening bye